What a year 2020 was, right? <laughs> hey, if you missed it, please do yourself a favor and listen back to the Year in Review shows. They were right here on this podcast, this day in weather history. On December 30th, I hit on a collection of weather events that took place around the world. And then on the 31st, we look back on the stories that affected Canada. Hi, I'm Chris, my host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. One story that I did not get to on the New Year's Eve edition of the Year in Review was the weekend of January 11th and 12th. It was then when a potent winter storm brought record-setting rainfall, hours of freezing rain, ice buildup, localized flooding, and widespread power outages to southern Ontario. I didn't bring that up in the Year in Review, but I will now, this day in weather history. Dear Lord. Enough rain started falling early on the day in January 11th that it shattered rainfall records in some areas of the province, and that even included Toronto's Pearson International Airport when they were submerged in close to 60 millimeters of rain. Some roads were closed as a result of the flooding, including in Toronto where officials had to shut down the southbound portion of the Don Valley Parkway because where it lies is in a very flood-prone level, and it is a major artery from the busy Bloor Street to the Gardner Expressway, and that takes motorists across and through the heart of the downtown core of the biggest city in the country of Canada. With the end of the heavy rain, the in-town situation seemed to be improving through the day on January 12th, but still, the water levels remained high. In London, Ontario, much like their namesake in England, this London also has a Thames River. Now, it is just a trickle of water, comparatively speaking, but this makes it so much more dangerous in floods because people will still venture too close. And that happened here in this event, and the London Fire Department had to rescue two people from the swollen Thames River as the banks were overwhelmed from the rain. But there was a lot of activity between January 11th and 12th, and no one was immune to its peril. It started at least... As a winter storm event, you had the hours of freezing rain that resulted in a staggering tree limb crushing more than 20 millimeters of ice buildup on surfaces in places like Shelburne and Hopeville. That was then unfairly followed by heavy snow on the morning of January 12th, which made a mess of area roads. At 10 o'clock that morning, Ontario's Hydro One reported that more than 11,000 customers were without power. The majority of them were between Concordia and the northern part of the greater Toronto area. Thankfully, that number was cut to around 3,000 by 7 p.m. that same day, but it was not going to get any easier. So let's review. We've had heavy rain in places and freezing rain in others. Now, if we are being hit with heavy snow, one would assume that this brings with it a much colder air mass. If that is your assumption, then you would be right. And now with the colder temperatures on the 12th, all remaining standing water from the deluge on the 11th froze across much of the province, and many spots that managed to avoid freezing rain on the 11th could not escape the ice on the 12th with the rapid drop in temperatures over where they received that rain. All said and done, here are some of the more noteworthy totals from those two days. Toronto, measured at Pearson Airport, reported overall 70 millimeters of rain, which I mentioned was a record after the 55 millimeters was reached. Just to its north and still a densely populated area, King City registered 75.7 millimeters. London, where the Thames River swelled, saw 72 millimeters, and that was a record. Down the end of Highway 402 from London, you'll find Sarnia, and they were hit with 63 millimeters of rain, and to their south, Windsor had a record-setting 50. 
Waterloo saw close to 50 millimeters of rain. That was a record. Peterborough was whacked with 56 millimeters. Bancroft, 46 millimeters. And then there were the areas who saw the mixing, including Shelburne, whom I mentioned off the top when they received 22 millimeters of ice accretion. And Canada's capital, Ottawa, saw both 34 millimeters of rain and 12 centimeters of snow. The Ottawa airport actually received almost 40 millimeters of rain itself, and that too was a record. And that was how 2020 opened for most of Southern Ontario, breaking rainfall records this day in weather history. Tomorrow is January the 12th, and for this, we will revisit a story that hit me particularly hard in that it involved a country and a people who were already considered to be the poorest in the Western Hemisphere. Tomorrow, we will be looking back to the Haiti earthquake of 2010. And just so you know to look out for, tomorrow's episode is accompanied by a podcast video short that you can watch either on television in Canada on the Weather Network or online anytime and anywhere you are at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Shot right here in my podcast studio, it features the episode being made with video and photos from the event from when it happened. So be sure to watch that. But if you watch that before you listen to this, you have to listen to this because only on this podcast will you get the full story. This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.